Where's it going, Rudy? I'm in the goddamn club, aren't I? Another episode of the Reddit Horror Club. Today we are discussing the movie Stakeland, but not really. Uh, we'll probably roughly talk about Stakeland for a couple minutes, but the more important thing about this episode is the fact that it is the end of the round, countdown, award ceremony, whatever you want to call it. So let's get started. I am joined as always by Scott and Adam, and let's. Uh, let's how many of us watch Stakeland? I watched it. I, I, against my better judgment, I fucking watched it. Yeah, I watched it too uh, yesterday. Uh, I watched. I watched about. This is the second time I've done this with this movie. I watched half of it. Shut it off. <laughs> it is a hard watch. Yep. It it, it feels so long, <laughs> dude. It is long. It's like an hour and forty five minutes of just. It's an hour. It's ninety two minutes long. If you're watching it on Netflix, it's only ninety two minutes long. It feels like an eternity. <laughs> really? Yes. Jesus Christ. I watched it on Netflix. Okay, so this was my experience. So I turned it on super low expectations because I had heard that it was real bad. And then you guys had told me that the intro is embarrassing. So, yeah, it, oh, the voiceover. And, and I, so I see the first vampire. And I just, I, I actually like, under my breath, I was like, God fucking damn it. Because yeah. it's just, it, oh, it's like, Oh, guys, we should do uh, another uh, zombie movie, but we should pretend that they're actually vampires. And then, uh, first of all, the, the makeup is shit. This is the worst-looking vampire I've ever seen. It looks like a, um, a wrestler who pretends to be a vampire. And then I knew it was going to be a really, really bad movie when the baby's crying, and then it's, like, showing... The, the the flashlight is like moving around and the, and by the way they're not even fucking holding a flashlight I don't know why they were like oh and like looking around using a flashlight it's just trying to make it extra scary or something but so the baby's crying and then you see the 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 vamp is like sucking the baby and drops like this baby doll and it's just like wump <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> terrible this movie was such garbage there was no humor there was nothing in like charming about any of the characters. I could not have cared less about anybody in this film. Danielle Harris is a terrible actress in this movie. I mean, I used to think she was awesome, but um, I have since changed my point of view based on this film. And I, I did not feel bad when anybody died. The fact that there's this zombie, I mean, vampire plague, that somehow turns you feral, but not if you accept it willingly, and then this, oh... Oh, yeah, and, they and were the, they were playing really fucking fast and loose with their rules. Yeah, uh, if there's one thing that you guys know about me, it's you know that I don't like shitty world building, and this was some of the shittiest world building I've ever seen. That the oh, it's so bad. I'm sorry, whoever picked this, but this might be in the top five of my least favorite movies that I've sat through for this film for this club. 
It's just, uh, it's not because it was like so offensively bad. It was just annoyingly bad. All right, uh, Matt, so, do you have an opinion about this? Like, or, did you like it? I, I thought it was, I didn't hate it with the viciousness of uh, Scott, but I didn't enjoy it. I was um, just annoyed. I didn't hate it. I, uh, it wasn't bad enough for me to hate. <laughs> I like that you literally, not more than three seconds ago, was like, this is probably one of my least favorite things we've ever watched. You're like, I yeah, didn't hate it, though. Hate it. <laughs> um, no, I Hate hate means uh, is a different feeling inside, Matt. I know that you are still in puberty and, and not quite sure about what feelings are. But <laughs> all right, so so I will say that you you uh, tapped on a few things um, that I uh, that I kind of agree with. I I watched this movie and when I was watching it, I got the vibe that it was as if someone was like, "Yo, you know what I love." Zombie Land. But you know what I hate? <laughs> All the humor in Zombie Land. Yeah. So like can we just do Zombie Land but take out the jokes? And someone's like, that sounds like a good one for me. So I'm looking at I <laughs> so the person who picked this is a relatively new member, uh RMC five two four eight two. Um and I did dig Adam's alts. Uh I did dig around to see if he said why he picked it when he originally picked it. So I do want to read his message that he sent, um, because he also says what he considered picking, and I'm curious if you guys would have had a different opinion if he went with that. Um, I said, I need your pick in Horror Club. You're closing out round eight. He said, awesome. I'm super excited. I was originally thinking about picking Troll Hunter, as I've heard great things but never actually saw it and wasn't sure how much horror was in it, and I'm still learning what you guys like. That being said, I'll choose Stakeland. It's on Netflix as well. It's a different take on a vampire movie, and one that I still enjoyed quite a bit, even though of genre oversaturation in the last 10 years. I think those who have not seen it would enjoy different aspects of it. I searched the list and didn't see it on there. If there's any problems, let me know. Um, he sounds like a nice guy. Yeah, he, he's a good dude. I'm sorry for hating so much on his movie. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't ever feel like you need to impress me or Scott or, yeah, or seriously, Matt. Fuck us. Pick. We're terrible people. Yeah, so. Chances are they are going... We're, well... I usually tend to be like, eh, it wasn't that bad. Like, it takes a big fucking movie for me to be like, fuck that shit. But yeah, you're never going to win over Adam and Scott. Unless there's <laughs> no. boobs. Plenty and of go, boobs. Listen, if you hey. think that five-minute uh, rant that Scott went on at the beginning of this movie was bad, go listen to the Red, White, and Blue podcast. <laughs> and-, <laughs> and that and that person who picked was on the show. <laughs> yep. She she was a fucking trooper. Yeah. Okay, listen. Um so I, I do feel really bad for, for the fact that I hated his pick so much. But if he would have picked Troll Hunter, he would have been my new favorite person because that movie's great. Yeah, Troll yeah. Hunter's a we, lot of fun. We could have actually talked about that movie for a full podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um but for the sake of uh me having a bad day at work and Adam having a rough day at work. And a bunch of other stuff. We're gonna just kind of jump over any more discussion. Wait, 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 wait! wait. We, we need to hear what Adam thinks. Adam said he watched thirty minutes of it. I think we know what Adam. Yeah, thinks. I want to know yeah. what he thought about the first thirty minutes that he's watched twice. I, I just felt like I didn't need to see it. I, and I mean, after like looking up how it ends, I really felt like uh, it's okay. I don't need to see it. It feels really uh, over overdone. This is you know not uh, anything new. Or, or innovative it, uh, it, it I mean that you know hardened group of people like you know across a desolate landscape running away from monsters I've seen that 30 times and Would you have the, preferred if it was um, 
cross that they were fighting instead of the uh, the, the the vamp zombies. Nobody's ever going to put cross down film. <laughs> You'd have to create a new fucking rating system for how the movie Cross would would turn out. That's like porno pornographically fucking intense. That that yeah, it's pretty so, awful. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, five minutes in, you gotta have a crossed infected fucking a dolphin's blowhole. So. I don't know how you get around. That was pretty entertaining, though, when I did when I watched or read some of the cross stuff. I was like, "Oh, I'm fucking a dolphin. Interesting." That's that's why you read that for like just how over the top and ridiculous they got with it. The like human drama in that in those books were not that great, as far as I'm concerned. But when when they did crazy shit, they went like way the fuck overboard. Um, but yeah, so it just felt like a, a retread of a lot of other stuff that I've watched. Like like uh, you both said, there's no fucking humor in it at all. Uh, Martin was a whiny bitch. Fucking <laughs> Mister took everything way too seriously. I was just like, nah, nah, I'm all right. All right, well, uh, let's start uh, doing the, the the awards. <laughs> yes. Okay, that'll be fun. Okay, so the first award we did was best movie. Uh, there was a couple votes. Uh, some people threw in some votes for Fright Night. A couple more threw in some votes for Cheap, cheap Thrills. Cheap Thrills. There was a couple cheap votes Thrills. for Halsu. But the winner was Alligator. Yes! <laughs> A- oh my god, Adam, you and me. We, we get to do our victory lap, dude. <laughs> we, everybody put their hands up in the air right now. Don't you forget about me. <laughs> oh, I thought you were about to ask us to wave them like we just don't care. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really don't care. Uh, all right, so for best discussion. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, Matt, is that the first time that your pick has ever won best movie? Oh, absolutely. I think it's the first time my pick's ever gotten a vote for best movie. <laughs> yeah, it's because you picked garbage. Why don't you pick more alligator stuff? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe this next round. Um, so uh, for, for best discussion, there was a vote for cheap. Uh, sorry, there was a vote for Halsu, a uh, vote for Proxy, a vote for Alligator. Uh, Adam voted for Ganja and Hess. Uh, he said because it actually provoked a lot of serious discussion, which it absolutely did. But uh, far and away, uh, the unanimous vote was that Cheap Thrills was the best discussion of this round. Why? <laughs> Probably because it was the biggest. Usually the biggest wins. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking that it was the best podcast discussion. I was like, I don't think... I said anything interesting. I think I just talk shit the whole time. So, yeah, works. those are usually good episodes. Though. <laughs> uh, so, let's move on to best member. Uh, so, best member, there was uh, a vote for Scott. Why? I don't know. People are idiots. Someone, someone voted for Adam. That was Scott. Scott voted for Adam because of his house suit notes. Did I? Oh, that's right. Oh my god, the house suit notes were so insane. Um, no one voted for Saint Mort. <laughs> Because <laughs> you never comment. Uh, someone voted for Misfit. Uh, a few people voted for Misfit. But with, with like a runaway vote, like not even a discussion. Plymouth. The best, the best member was Plymouth. Uh, yeah. Some people wrote in their reasons, and it was all for basically the same thing. The how to pick up bitches by, Dr. by Detective Madison <laughs> part of the alligator discussion. Um <laughs> Then there was the Best Picker Award. Uh, Best Picker Award, there was a vote for Bulge Lover, a vote for Misfit, a vote for Plymouth because she was all up in that Fright Night thread. Yeah. Uh, a vote for Drunk's May Neck. But, <laughs> that was me, I think. <laughs> but the winner, uh, I think I think this is a two, possibly three-time winner, 
Aquously 90. Uh, Dude, Steven. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here's where shit starts to get real. The votes for the best podcast episode. Now, Adam wrote in that this is the hardest one because he thinks we fucking killed it this round between Cheap Thrills, Alligator, Cheap and Mole Man. Uh, Scott said that he thinks it should be Halsu because of the notes and someone eating ice cream. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, shut up, Candyman. You're not laughing over there. So people voting. So the people voting said that they thought April Fools was a good one. They thought Cheap Thrills was a good one. There was a bunch of votes for Alligator. There was a bunch of votes for Mole Man. But the winner was the Halsu episode. Yes. Nice vindication. All right. So finally, before we get into the write-ins, which is always the best part, the WTF award, which there was very little. Uh, competition in the WTF realm. Uh, that Plymouth thought that uh, the WTF moment was the bathroom scene in Proxy. Um, Miss uh, Misfit said Scott's half-boob complaints on the Alligator podcast. <laughs> uh, Adam, That's a genuine complaint. Adam said that uh, when Roman launched into the boat with, mal- with malice and purposeful intent in Alligator, and also the raining of kangaroos in Wolf Creek, but pretty much every other person in the world voted for Halsu. The whole movie. Every single moment of it. Bulge yeah. Lover specifically calling out a demon, a severed demon head biting a girl on the ass. She said that too. I thought that, that was one of my favorite parts for sure. <laughs> I don't right. know what you guys are talking about because that movie made perfect sense to me. <laughs> so... <laughs> I did watch it with I a bunch it. of hipsters in an art gallery though, I, so that's probably why. I don't know how... Okay, so... There was one person who wished to be left anonymous with their write-in votes, uh, but they voted that Adam, uh, Life is Sublime, for the best MS Paint skills of the rounds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they gave me... Adam, just voted for yourself. <laughs> they gave me the Fearless Leader Award for moderating a bit of a shaky round pick-wise, but keeping things fun and, and uh, tangent-filled on the podcast. And this might be my favorite wording... <laughs> My favorite wording of a write-in award, but the biggest hypocrite to Ichabod gum-chewing guitars. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Uh, You guys suck. St. Mort fan uh, gave the most gratuitous St. Mort ass-kissing award to himself for his username or everybody's unwarranted love of alligator. Uh, doesn't even know Scott. I guess I guess he forgot about the black uh, or yeah the black mirror white Christmas discussing because we were breaking our arms jerking Matt off on, on that <laughs> yeah um, Scott uh, wrote in the vote for best nudity as a tie between Helen Mirren and the Halsu girls but probably Helen Mirren dude it's it's Helen Mirren <laughs> well come on we all agree that if Kung Fu had got nude it would have pushed Halsu over the top and that would have been the winner. Uh, Plymouth threw in the uh, vote for best new flair to St. Mort fans' stunningly accurate fillets handle. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That was a good one. Uh, most memorable animal death, the kangaroos in Wolf Creek. The really? That's more memorable than Ramon? Oh, second. Best reenactment of a deleted scene from Jaws goes to St. Mort for the scene in the music store. <laughs> um, and then finally, Misfit had some write in votes. Uh, best new member, Plymouth and her gigantic comments. The biggest disappointment that there was not nearly enough relevant metal songs in every thread. 
And nobody even likes metal. And his the final write-in vote, funniest podcast moment, Scott getting busted for eating. It wasn't eating, it was <laughs> chewing. God, you guys suck. <laughs> Listen, after next weekend, I quit the podcast until the weekend <laughs> after that. Uh, um, I hate you guys and I'm never coming back. And I literally say that every Sunday. <laughs> So I want to just talk about something lately, just to go on a quick tangent, um, because I've been doing the the reviews for the Scream Factory Blu-rays, and uh, it's forced me to come up with uh, eye-grabbing opening sentences for each review. So I'm pretty proud of the last three things that I've written, and I wanted to share them real quick on the show. So uh, I had to review... What is this, the same Mort show? Yeah, it is. Uh, so I had to review the Carrie double feature Blu-ray. Um, my opening line was, get your tampons ready, because today we're reviewing the Carrie double feature, filled <laughs> with more fire and menstruation than a burning sorority house. It, this double feature will have you warning everyone you know that they're about to get laughed at. Um, <laughs> I, I would have just kept it simple and said, grab your tampons, we're about to get plugged up. <laughs> Ooh. Uh and then uh, I only have one one sentence so far for the Ghoulies one. Just when you thought it was safe to take a shit, Scream Factory's releasing the Ghoulies double feature. <laughs> but then I thought Scott would appreciate that this is now carried into my write-ups for Weird-Ass Movie Night when I announce what movie we're, we're watching that week. Uh, because I thought that you guys would both be here Thursday night. Uh, I picked Night of the Demons. To watch dude oh my god i wish i was coming and, i mean because literally coming um. and and the <laughs> the opening pitch for this one is time to feather up your hair turn on some punk rock and hide your lipstick in the most sacred of places because this thursday <laughs> we're watching night of the demons <laughs> um, so anyway what have you guys been watching uh adam you go first oh i don't know i haven't watched a lot this week i watched um truman show because that's on Canadian Netflix, so I watched the Truman Show, which I hadn't seen in a long time. Eh? Eh, yeah, eh. And, uh, you know, it, it it holds up okay there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what this podcast needs. Way more. Way more of that voice. <laughs> I, I was thinking I'd bring back the Vincent Price ghoulish. Absolutely ghoulish. <laughs> yes, but it was absolutely ghoulish, wasn't it? Um... <laughs> Truman Show is a good movie, and anybody that hasn't watched it, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Well, uh, nobody hasn't watched the Truman Show. That is just ridiculous. I don't know. If you haven't, you need to. It's on Canadian Netflix, so Misfit, if you haven't seen it, you can watch it at least <laughs> from your from your boathouse. Um, boathouse? Boathouse. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding about that. Um, yeah, I don't think I've watched a whole lot else this week. I've I don't know. Yeah, that's it for me. Okay, I watched um, uh, Big Eyes with Megan on Friday. I, I watched that this week too. Um, it wasn't it was okay. bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was entertaining, but I, I felt a bit uh, disappointed by it because it was not quite as um, Tim Burton y as I would have liked. But you know what, though, I like. I would actually argue that this was this is one of the better. Tim Tim Burton films of late, of late, yeah, but it's still like just. Mm, and I also like, like that you know you know that it's from the same writers who did Ed Wood, right? 
Uh, yes, I like, did. Read. Like that's the thing that I kind of liked about it was like, I like those guys working with uh with Tim Burton tends to be at least a moderately enjoyable thing. But I agree, it wasn't Tim Burtony enough. But at the same time, I feel like I've been oversaturated by Tim Burton style, so it was nice to see him kind of do a movie that didn't look and feel like a Tim Burton movie for once. Right, that's fair. Yeah. Um, and then I, I I watched Motel Hell. I finished Motel Hell for my pick. And it's just phenomenal. That movie is a, a total treat. Um, it is, it's ridiculous. Um, and I watched, I started watching Daredevil um, on Netflix, and it's real, real good. Um, and what else did I watch? Um, I don't know. I think that's, that's about good. I haven't started watching, uh, oh, and I, was, I watch Flash, Flash every week, of course. So that's, um, yeah, it's, that, that was my week. I watched a lot of stuff this week. I don't usually watch that much. I'm I'm surprised I haven't heard of this Big Guys movie. I usually hear about at least uh, or like look into at least every Tim Burton movie that's going to come out, either in the hopes that he's gotten better or just to continue. It's still his pretty. Descent. It's still pretty uh, Tim Burtony, um, but it's a biopic about um, the Keens. Uh, yeah. They in it's the a 60s. very interesting story. Oh yeah, it's it's phenomenal. I mean, it, really, it's great. Um, but it the the thing that makes it kind of strange is that you're watching it and Tim Burtony type stuff happens, but it's like you know it's not. It's Tim Burton just kind of doing a Tim Burton movie, even though it's not really a Tim Burton movie. If that makes any sense, like um, there are a couple scenes that are very very much they could be straight out of like Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, I was gonna say definitely like early Tim Burtony. Like it's yeah. not like the the dark shadows and and eccentric characters per se, um, but there are a few moments that are a little too eccentric and a little too weird compared to the rest of the tone. Yeah, I, it does feel a bit uneven, but yeah. I mean, it was it was entertaining to watch. But it um, absolutely makes sense as the guys who did Ed Wood because I think Ed Wood is the closest in tone to what this movie is. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's kind of well. Although I wonder if Ed Wood is a bit sensationalized for the. Oh, it's absolutely. If you read anything about Ed Wood, that whole movie is sensationalized. But it wasn't that movie. They've even said they weren't necessarily like, "Hey, let's make a biopic," but they're like, "Hey, let's just make a tribute to how awesome Ed Wood is." Yeah. Well, I'm looking at his IMDb, and Tim Burton hasn't made anything that I really, really liked since 2003. What was that? A big what? fish. Yeah, Big Fish. Big Fish was the last Dude. one I loved by him. So good. Was he in any way connected to Coraline? Um, I don't think so. I think the whole situation with that, and I always feel bad for the dude, is that the guy who, the guy who actually directed Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, made Coraline. Huh. And that's not Tim Burton. Like, it's another guy who made... Because there was a thing on Cracked once about it. How, like, you know, this guy's got this amazing career that is all attributed to Tim Burton. Because, like, he made... He was the director of Nightmare Before Christmas, but it was advertised as from the mind of Tim Burton. And then when he did James and the Giant Peach and Coraline, they were just advertised as from the man who brought you Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, shit. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, so it was kind of like threw things off. Did you see that the guys who wrote Big Eyes, uh, not only did they write Ed Wood, but they also wrote The People vs. Larry, Flint, Man on the Moon, and 1408? 
Wow, that's a really weird like list of yeah, and then <laughs> work. and uh, they they created Problem Child together. Wait, the little ginger kid? Yeah. Yes, dude, Problem Child Two is awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I actually... never finished Problem Child Two. Oh, I used to love those movies when I was younger. I have uh, that. That was one of the like, I would say five or six big movies that fucking scared the shit out of me when I watched it as a kid because he switches the thing and makes the girl's nose like hideously big and that freaked me the fuck out when i was a kid watching it so i just went away like i walked away from the tv and i've never seen the ending of that movie yeah i doubt that i could watch it nowadays because that kid was a real horrendous piece of fucking <laughs> shit <after. laughs> yeah I'm... i just get angry watching that now <laughs> uh fuck that kid <laughs> they also did Agent Cody Banks and the movie Screwed. If you ever saw that with Dave Chappelle, Danny DeVito, and Norm Macdonald. Nope. It's uh, it's charming in how terrible it is. Um, Alright, so the movies that I watched this week, uh, like I said, I watched Big Eyes. Um, I watched Pain and Gain on Netflix because I saw that it was on Instant Watch. And I heard that it's probably the best thing that uh, Michael Bay's ever made. And uh, I agree. I had a blast with Pain and Gain. Have you never heard of it? Never even heard of it. 2013. Yeah, it's starring Mark Wahlberg and The Rock. And it's about these Miami... It's based on true story about these Miami bodybuilders who realized that if they kidnap this really rich client of theirs and hold him for hostage, then uh, they'll never have to work again. Like, they'll get all of his money. Like, he was like a stockbroker. But then the guy recognizes their voices... So they decide to kill him, and they just are so incompetent that they constantly fail at <laughs> killing him. <laughs> but, like, no one believes the stockbroker's story, so, like, they just kind of live in his house. Ha- like, they forced him to sign all of his assets to them. So they, like, live in his house and use his boat and all his stuff, and he can't get anything back because they had it notarized by a third guy that was in on everything. And it's just about how, like, these incompetent idiots just, like, fucking fail their way upwards. Um, and uh, then eventually the heat gets a little too hot and then things start to fall. Like, it's just fucking ridiculous. Like, there's scenes where they're trying to chop up a body and they they don't want people to be able to identify the body uh, because of the, the... They're like, oh, our fingerprints are all over this. So their solution is to buy a grill from Home Depot and just start grilling parts of the body to burn off any fingerprints. Like, it's like they're just fucking retarded. And because the smoke was filling up the warehouse, they put the grill outside to burn the body parts, like, in this just community. Like, it's just, they're idiots. Like, they're idiots from start to finish, and it's so funny and so charming how retarded they are throughout the whole movie. Uh, I had a blast. I had a really good time watching it, actually. Uh, apparently, it's very loosely based on a true story from the stuff that I've read online. <laughs> but uh, it's still a good time. It, it reminds me that Michael Bay sometimes does do a good job with like a sense of humor mixed with his nonstop action. Um, a broken clock's still right twice a day, however that term goes. Is that pretty, correct? Yeah, pretty much. Well, uh, just not, he needs to stop doing children's movies. I don't know why anybody ever decided that he was supposed to be doing children's Well, and that's, that's the other thing. This is, his le- this is the only R-rated film he's done outside of the Bad Boys, uh, like, since Bad Boys 2. Like, this is an adult film. Like, this is him doing an adult film. Um, 
And then uh, I've started. I, I bought a couple DVDs that I uh, found at a yard sale that I rewatched, uh, including the movie Ladybugs, which I haven't seen in twenty years. Is that the one about soccer? Yeah, with Rodney Dangerfield. With, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Matthew, uh, I actually felt like it held up pretty well. <laughs> I, uh, I had yeah. Well, when it's it, it, it when it, the bar is set so fucking low twenty years ago, it's not like you can go down from there. <laughs> hey, I love Rodney Dangerfield. I'll watch anything that man's in. Um, and then for Weird Ass Movie Night last week, uh, we watched Freaked, and uh, the people who had seen it before loved it, and the people who had never seen it before said that it was the dumbest thing they've ever watched, and then. Uh, you know, sure as sure as always, I bumped into two of those people at a party like two nights later. He's like, you know, I really hated Freak when we watched it, but I can't stop thinking about it, and I keep quoting it now in my day to day life. And I'm like, yep, yeah, that's how it gets you. That's how it gets you. Goddamn pot popcorn, <laughs> styrofoam cup. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, as I said, I, I watched uh, Ghoulies one and two on Blu-ray. Uh, Ghoulies- Are you afraid to poop now? Terrified. Um, Ghoulies 1 is still terrible. <laughs> like It's still slow and super boring, and the puppets look like shit. But Ghoulies 2 actually just keeps getting better the older I get. I, I might one day pick Ghoulies 2 for Horror Club because it's such a fun movie. I should watch it just in case. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Ghoulies running amok in a carnival. <laughs> What's not to love? Exactly. It's almost as good as when they went to college. I feel I feel like the Ghoulies is a it, it's a rip off of like those franchises that were happening around the time. Like uh, everybody wanted to rip off the Gremlins, but at yeah. least Ghoulies turned out better than fucking Critters, man. Critters. Oh, Dude, Critters Two is amazing. I disagree. Critters Two and I mean Critters Three is not bad either. At least they both turned out better than Munchie. <laughs> you are literally the only person on earth who has watched Munchies. <laughs> along with, along with, wait, wait, let me check. Keep, keep talking. What well, do you have a list of all the stupid shit? <laughs> no, no, I just have everything. I have IMDb open right now. I'm gonna say there's from 884 people have rated this movie. That is the you Munchie? and those eight. Yeah, Munchie, and you and those 884 people are the only people on the earth that have seen. What is Munchie. the IMDb like average Three. rate? Three point seven. Yeah, that's that's actually super generous to that movie. <laughs> All right, so in two weeks we will be discussing Death Dream, uh, also known as Dead of Night. Uh, it's from the I want to say the late sixties, early seventies. Uh, yeah, it's a really fucking good movie. I actually love this movie, and I didn't own it yet, so I bought it on. Uh, Amazon for $3, so I could throw it in my collection. Uh, but we'll get to that in two weeks. Next week, Motel Hell, baby, as picked by so Scott. And, so, uh, so, so much to talk about. So much to talk about, and there's a chance that all three of us will be face-to-face, or two of us will be face-to-face and one on Skype. But regardless, next week's episode is going to be a fucking... That you know, get your get your voting pen ready for best episode of round nine because it's uh, probably going to be a strong contender. Although, <laughs> although I don't know, I the you other two episodes be so awkward in person that we're not going to like we're going to sit around like it's great. Yeah, it's really good. I <laughs> and then we're going to accidentally touch hands. 
Listen, do let's let's do each other a favor. We'll record this in separate rooms of the house. So it, like, <laughs> it just feels natural. Like we usually do it. Um, yeah, I actually, I mean, I don't want to say with the other. If there are okay, fuck it. Motel Hell, Puppet Master Three, and Phantom of the Paradise are all going to be recorded this weekend uh, when we're hanging out. And uh, I have a feeling all three of those episodes are going to be phenomenal because all three of those episodes are movies that you could really discuss about or you could just bullshit about. And uh, I think it's going to be a little bit of both. So it's going to be a lot of both. It's going to be a whole lot of both. Uh, anyway, here is the trailer for Motel Hell. And uh, real quick, if you're on the East Coast near uh, New Jersey, come to Tenoshi Khan and see our panel on Saturday the 25th. All right, here's the trailer <laughs> for Motel Hell. Never again spend a night away from home. After you spend a night with Ida and Vincent. Ida will show you the way. You want us to uh, register? No, that won't be necessary. Terrifying nightmare could never prepare you for what happens to the guest. Vincent, you think in the years to come, people will appreciate us for what we're doing here? I have a surprise for you. Oh, goody, I love surprises. One after another, they come.